0: Welcome to everyone's favorite podcast, it's Reclaimed Audio, with your hosts, Phil Pinsky, Bill Lutz, and Tim Sway. Welcome everybody to Reclaimed Audio. I'm your host today, Jeff Shaw, or Rody Jeff, and I'm joined here by Phil Pinsky and Bill
1: Lutz, and I play the trumpet, so uh, Tim's gone.
2: Yeah, well, we finally upgraded.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's you know you gotta sometimes it's out with the old and with the new. Tim would appreciate that. We basically upcycled Tim.
2: Yeah, he likes change. He is a creature yeah. of change, and yeah. he went on a on a pilgrimage looking for the thirteenth note. So, oh, geez, guys, drafted.
3: I'm so, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm late. I thought you said that we were starting at at nine tonight. How come you guys are already in? Who's
1: that? Who's, the, who's the other? That's Tim
2: him? 2.0. That's who that is. Phil, oh, I told man. you to say.
1: I told you to tell him we're doing the recording tomorrow.
2: Oh. That's what uh, that, I meant.
1: Hey, I
3: know that guy. That's Rody Jeff. You play the trumpet, too.
1: Well, see you tomorrow, Tim. This is a podcast full of musicians right now. This is all brand new okay.
2: information. <laughs> all right. And some of us actually play
1: real
0: instruments, too. <laughs>
2: Whoa! Not across the
0: bow. Oh. He meant Bill.
1: He meant Bill. Let all me right, pull like that, this guy. Let me pull that wooden stake out of my heart. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
2: All right. We'll keep you. So uh, this week... We got uh, we got Rody Jeff on the show and uh, and he is a Patreon uh, listener and uh, and he <laughs> he ponied up the dough and here he is boys so, so we're gonna have a great time tonight and in all sincerity we really appreciate the support Jeff and it's uh, it's oh, yeah. great to have you on
3: absolutely, absolutely. And long time support too yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. long time yeah. Um,
2: nice. I'm gonna do the business of the podcast and then we'll get we'll get into yeah. it. So as uh, as as Jeff so eloquently put it, uh, this is reclaimed audio, and uh, we're at episode one hundred twenty-seven, dear Lord, uh, and this is for April eleventh. What's Wednesday? It's eleventh. Yeah, eleventh, twenty eighteen. Wow, that was real polished. This week's top Patreon supporters are Make Build Modify, Stu Morrison, The Godfather, Jimmy DeResta. <laughs> Oh, that was awesome. That's what that's supposed to sound like, Tim. Oh, you're
3: welcome, guys.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he blew his back up. Nice work.
1: <laughs> Scott Turner,
2: Greg Mead, Chad Grossclaws, Shane Bronson, Keith Decent, who uh, <laughs> is going to be on the show again later this month, <laughs> Ryan Ridgley, and, well, Brody Jeff, of course, uh, Infinite Craftsman, LiquidRC.com, Mike Jeffcoat, Jim Bashirs, Brad Dudenhofer, Paul something, And a brand new uh, Patreon here. Uh, Maybe I've said too much. Those clever, clever guys over there who are... Anyways, we'll do the
1: thing there. At Maybe Podcast. (laughs) Thank you. Good night. We have peaked. We've absolutely peaked.
2: You know, you know why that's appropriate because now, now they're now that they're subscribing to this show. That means it's the end of that one because <laughs> <and> it's over. <laughs>
1: it's over. Uh, it's seriously though, thank you, Joel, Izzy, and Mike. You guys, we love you very much. That is especially awesome,
2: especially Joel. You know, especially why, buddy. Joel.
1: Especially. He's my favorite. Yeah. I mean, no, wait, Izzy's my no, Mike's my favorite. No, Mike. Okay, never. I don't actually like no, them. No, it's Joel. Uh,
3: yeah no, I don't is it Joel? It's Joel. I don't really think I like any of them honestly
1: Straight but up. I I kind of do like Joel I think I might have a man I person. do like
3: Izzy it's a good dude a good Joel's family's
1: is is really nice? I keep hearing this name Izzy what's an Izzy oh good good yeah. that's a joke I met Joels I met Joel's, I met Joel's family
3: they were great uh yeah. you know
1: so yeah All right. they were, but whatever
2: <laughs> so <laughs> I, i've I've had the honor
1: of meeting Joel's family as well
2: hey Jeff what are you working on, bud? What's uh, what's going on in your shop? So, I'm working on a couple
0: things. I've got a, a lot going on. Uh, I recently joined a local makerspace. Oh,
3: cool. Oh, cool.
0: And uh, they have a kind of a community project that I've been working on that we uh, just kind of wrapped up uh, this past weekend. It was a big, it's kind of difficult to explain, but I had to build a big tower that uh, it's meant to hold ropes for rope racing robots to climb up.
1: So it was a project. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah. that's actually really cool.
3: <laughs> that's, that's very cool, yeah.
0: So it was a project that brought in uh, some 3D printing, uh, woodworking, CNC, uh, robotics and electronics engineering, a little bit of everything kind of all into one. So it was kind of neat to be involved in that.
1: Cool. How big are these robots?
0: Uh, the robots themselves are about uh, just eight inches tall.
3: Uh, okay, so just,
1: you didn't have to use like, you know, like steel cable for them to climb up.
0: Oh, no, no. These are just little guys, and they uh, just. So they're
3: not part of the revolution that's going to destroy humanity or anything. They're just no. We could kick think them. So. Okay. You don't Know
2: that you don't know that they they're, they come in all shapes and sizes. If they, they the
0: take scouts. over humanity, we deserve it. I
3: agree yeah. with that. I, I agree you with that know. too. At least yeah. these robots. <laughs> these rope climbing robots. They just kick everybody's <laughs> butt in gym class. <laughs> you no. don't graduate. You don't graduate. The robots move ahead. <laughs> and
0: what else and, uh, are you working on? Otherwise, what? I'm working on some. Uh, some shelving. I'm going to be redoing my pantry and I'm learning Fusion 360 so I can design them and CNC cut them.
2: Cool. Nice. Oh, cool. Cool. What you do uh, what CNC do you have?
0: Uh, I don't have one, but the makerspace has uh a big 4 by 8 CNC router parts machine. Oh, cool. Nice. a couple other smaller ones, but it's a long list.
3: Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I have the the 2 by 3 CNC router parts machine just like a benchtop one in uh the uh, the four by eight is. I mean, that's a serious piece of machinery. You can you can make anything on that. Like, yep. <laughs>
1: yeah. So now, just out of curiosity, so shelving for your pantry, are you looking to carve out like angled shelves as one piece? You know, like an L fitting in a corner, or so
0: it's kind of just a shallow closet. Calling it a pantry is probably generous. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to do just French cleats along the back of it.
1: Okay, I got you. And oh, I'm
0: going to yeah. have shelves that. Are in three pieces, so you can kind of alternate the heights of them oh, depending sick. on what's what a goes good idea in there. cantilevered yeah. something like that yeah
3: nice. that's a really good idea, yeah hmm. I also a really feel good like idea at your house yeah, yeah when you're done, you know, if you want to build fill some pantry shelves yeah.
1: next time you're Same in Montreal,
3: way. doing some work for cN you swing by
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we should be a little more positive though, I think we can lever it. I think we can.
3: Oh, can't? Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna just skip over that horrible pun to introduce oh Jeff a little bit. <laughs> uh, for anybody who might not know who Rhodey Jeff is, what's your YouTube channel? It's just Rhodey Jeff, correct?
0: Yep, just one word: R H O D Y, as in
3: Rhode Island. Right, as in not R O A D I E, as in the guy that carries around heavy music equipment. <laughs> but um, but uh, Jeff's uh, just Jeff's YouTube channel. He does a lot of stuff. Kind of like you're just you're describing what you're working on right now. So it's kind of all over the map. The type of work you do. Um. You know, what's your what's your uh, favorite project up there right now uh, on, your, on your channel that people could go check out?
0: I would say some mallets that I made earlier in the summer, mm. uh, last year.
3: Oh, yeah. Made yeah made a
0: pair of mallets that I really liked, and uh, maybe a camp kitchen. That video really, really took off. I don't know what happened there, but fine by me.
2: Yeah, you never know.
3: Yeah. And, you know, was, and, uh, I, I Je-
1: I'm one sorry. One of the things, Jeff, go ahead. I just want
3: to say really quick. I wanted to thank Jeff for making Vance his own work apron. He makes aprons as well, like maker aprons out at of a, at a denim. And he had a little piece of denim left over that wasn't big enough to make a adult size apron. So he just messaged me. was like, "Hey, how tall? Go measure Vance from his chin to his belly." <laughs> and I was like, "All right." <laughs> so I did, and uh, and he made this beautiful. Apron. And he did all the all the stitching is in V shapes, like in the corners and stuff. He put the little V for Vance, and stuff. it's really it's really a beautiful thing. Vance loves it. So thank you, Jeff, for that.
2: Jeff, and I- we got to talk after the podcast. I definitely <laughs> need one of these
0: things. I actually Jeff, have I wanted- one that never sold. That's sitting about five feet from me. That you can have.
2: Well, I will pay you for it, but I definitely want it. So we'll talk after. Okay, awesome. Um, let's 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 talk to Itchy Bill over here. What's yeah. uh, what's going on with you?
1: Well, I just wanted to say that one of the things I think your channel is growing. Why, Jeff, and why you know your camp kitchen? video is doing well and your other thing you're very accessible watching your videos doesn't make you feel overwhelmed it's actually you're you do a really good job uh as far as making me feel like i can do that as well so that's that's what i wanted to say well thanks bill yeah now i now as far as uh talking anymore i'm not going to say anything for the rest of the podcast
3: yeah. oh you tease that's not even possible <laughs> yeah. what are you working on
1: bill Oh, um. So I'm still working on. I'm I'm going to be making two uh electric guitars, which I'm excited about. I'm i dialed in onto the. Uh, uh, You're very
2: popular over there. I can't. Captain help. leaves his phone on.
1: Yeah, I know. Uh, so I'm 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 b- working on these guitars, and I'm also going to do a video for those as well as my back door to my garage. Now that my garage is filled with. Stuff that I don't want people to steal. It's a, my back door to the garage has got window panes on it. And if anybody wanted to, they could break through the window. So I have, uh, I saved from the dumpster. If anybody knows what a backflow valve is for a building, it's, it looks like a big horseshoe that sticks up out of the ground. It's just a water valve that you can do backflow tests. Anyway, it's usually got um, an expanded metal cage around it. Okay. okay. I have a cage I saved from the dumpster, and I'm going to use that to actually make a security grate to go over the window portion of my back door of my garage. And I thought, that's like upcycling 101 right there. I'm taking this thing literally that doesn't have a lot of value the way it is, and I'm going to turn it into something that will keep my tools safe. So I, th- I thought that would be a kind of a neat thing to do. Hmm, that might be
2: upcycling 301. That feels like a pretty advanced project.
1: There will be a little plasma cutting and welding involved, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I
3: was going to cool. say, yeah, 201,
1: second semester. Yeah. <laughs> the, the ultimate authority. That's what I'm going to call it, too. The ultimate authority on upcycling, 201, third semester. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's the title
2: of the video. I love it. <laughs> if you really do that, that would be that would yeah. be probably the funniest thing. And
3: watch ever. it, like, just for whatever reason, the, the algorithm just takes it and runs. Yeah. And you become a superstar <laughs> overnight. It. We're up
2: to three million views. What's, I don't know. What's <laughs> happening here?
3: <laughs> All right,
2: Tim, you're up. What's uh, What's cooking with you?
3: Um, not too, too much. I, uh, I finished up some, some customer stuff. I actually do not have a customer right now. Um, so I'm taking advantage of the time to continue to do some more R and D on my, my guitar builds. Uh, so my dishwasher at home finally died. So I had to, and it was apparently, apparently I, I did everything I could, but it's just the point where we have to get a new one, which is not pleasing for any of us. But, uh, hmm. so I was taking that old one out and putting a new one in. And, uh, oh, I also wanted to take advantage of this opportunity to mention that these squares are back in stock at timsway.net slash S-Q-W-A-Y-R-E. Uh, so if you are interested, and I put a new video out uh, explaining, because I realized when I, there's been so many videos put about the square, but it's changed itself. And, and I thought I should make a, a little tutorial of just like what this thing is, if you don't know. So my latest video on my YouTube channel is just explaining what the, what the darn thing is and, and showing some of its uses.
1: Yeah. Squ- so, I'd use like to square. say- I I plan on using the square in my guitar build, uh, and I'll video it. It's about time. It's not just going to be another pretty face hanging up on the wall. It actually – it really comes
3: in handy for me in guitar builds because it's a pretty good measuring stick for small things. You know, and uh... (laughs) 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 – Thank you. Good night.
2: (laughs) He's actually – we were talking about earlier. Tim's going to come up with an even smaller version (laughs)
1: <laughs> so I, uh, uh, when you were talking about how to use it to mark where to put the little foots up underneath, I can actually use that exact thing. Cause I have a little 40, I have a tiny little slide T square or whatever. And mm-hmm. it's got the 45 thing on it and it's kind of a pain in the butt. And I'm staring at this now, the square I have hanging on my wall. And I, for the exact way that you showed how to use that to lay out where to put foots on the underside of things, I can use that to, find where to put the bracing hole for the screws on the top of my cigar box guitars. It, it won't make sense. It, you'll see it in the. Oh, video. no, absolutely. Gonna... It's, you know, yeah, and that,
3: that's one of those things that uh, I really like about it. Like, every time, you know, you make furniture and you have to put the little foam pads on the little adjustable feet or whatever. And so, yeah, ha- if you want to put them all symmetrical from the corner, it's like you have to measure, you know, a half inch from one side and a half inch from the other side. Or you have to cut some little piece of scrap wood to, to use to mark, you know, points or whatever. You just grab your square. It's like one of those little things. It's like, it doesn't, it's not world, like, life-changing, but it's just like one more little thing. It's like, oh, I don't have to do anything. I, this ruler sitting right here that does that. And those are the, t- that's kind of what I had in mind when I was making it, it was just like one tool that could do a bunch of things, and maybe it's not the best at all of them, but it does them all. And if it's there,
1: I, I see it as a know. way to free up that uh, that one neuron, so I can have some more. Pew 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 <laughs> <laughs> pew. Okay,
3: that's for pre-show.
2: <laughs> that's a pre-show show joke. Right. Oh, sorry. That <laughs> might worry even be pre-pre-show. It was funny there too. Right. Um,
0: <laughs> you know, I have a square. I have two squares actually, Ooh. thanks to Tim, and I keep one of them in my. Uh, my little Rubbermaid bin that I can keep at the Makerspace because I need a tool that could do a lot of things and I don't have a lot of space to store tools there. Huh. So it's, it's really great for a lot of different stuff there and I use it quite a bit.
3: Oh, nice. cool. Thanks. That's awesome to hear. And that was like originally when I designed it, it was for my, my travel vacation toolbox. That was the idea. It's like, I want a scraper. I want a ruler. I want a straight edge. I want to, you know, I wanted these things and I didn't want to carry them all. So I was like, well, here's, and that that's exactly what it's for. is like that, Throw in your toolbox for like, oh, crap, I didn't bring that one specialty tool. I can use this for it.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Love it. Anybody ever ask you about it?
0: Uh, at one point, I got a, I just got a question about it and kind of threw it at them. Not threw it at them. Yeah, don't. don't It'll hurt her. them. Of them. Uh, <laughs> it
3: could be like a ninja star. <laughs> yeah. Um, Here, catch. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't recommend that. No. <laughs> now I want to throw mine. Yeah. It, it, is, it is kind of fun. I did that with them when I first got them. It was I was throwing them at my uh, my OSB wall to see if I could get them to stick in, and I did a couple. Which ones times. did you
2: do that to? Would it be number forty one? Yeah, possibly number forty yeah. three. <laughs> did,
3: yeah. did you see? Did you, did you see Chris Cutes' post? <laughs> Let's
2: say yes, but why don't yeah. you tell me anyway? Um,
3: okay, so our, our uh, I had numbered the first batch of these that I made. We should be taking all this time, but really quick, uh, I numbered them and I signed them all. And uh, Phil and Bill were a little upset because they were in the 40s uh, with theirs, and I, I just I wrote them all, put them in a box, and just pulled them out. It wasn't like it wasn't like I hand wrote them, put them in an envelope, and wrote to Phil, you know, was anything like that. That still but, tells
1: me that it took him after 40 other people to get theirs that he thought of us. But that's, no, just, yeah. they
3: just they just went in the box. See to every week, but they just went into a box. They weren't even in order. Like they were just all over the bench. They put them in a box. But so Chris Cute, uh, who just happens to live in Connecticut, about a half hour down the road from me, managed to get number one. And so he was just at the shop for, he has the original and I have the newer version and uh, he was at the shop the other day. He actually gave me a, um, dust collector that he had that, that that it was just collecting dust in his shop. People that do that are super
1: awesome. awesome. People that do that are super awesome. I'm telling
3: you. Yeah. Chris is, Chris is the best. And so he, uh, he had this dust collector he wasn't using and, uh, he gave it to me. (laughs) And, and, uh, and so I, you know, I gave him a square exchange At least I could do. And so I wrote, he's still number one. That was the whole story.
0: Well, I'll tell you what. I got number 99, so
3: I'll just bring my bucket of sawdust to you
0: <laughs> to match the dust.
3: I good. actually did you the- You got the Wayne Gretzky of squares there. I did them backwards. Didn't you know that? I started at 100. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible. So you uh, still, you still didn't get the your... first
1: one either way, Jeff. 7-2
3: yeah. <laughs> is better than 40.
2: <laughs> hey! <laughs> anyway. All, All right. right,
1: what's our topic? Do we <laughs> have one?
2: Hey, hey! Uh, pump the brakes there. Oh, uh, hey, Bill. Phil.
3: Phil, what are yeah? you working on in your falling down home right now? <laughs> Finally, a chance to speak. Um,
2: so, as it turns out, I'm doing a little DIY work with some black mold in my basement. So I've been tearing out some drywall and and then spraying the mold killer, and then the kills and the the blah blah blah. But I do want to, and I don't do this very often. It's a good thing you guys are sitting down. I want to send out a shout-out, first of all, to the group of boys, and I think a couple of girls, on the Facebook group that some of us are a member of, who were absolutely amazing, uh, except for Joel, who gave me a little bit of tough love on there and told me to uh, basically unbunch my underpants and to just be uh, and just do it. But um, Justin Sparks probably spent about a half an hour, 45 minutes with me, virtually via Skype, in my basement. Uh, telling me exactly what to do so thank you to those guys but especially in regards to, to
1: this mold problem right right okay yeah because yeah. that could be a little weird if that's no, and, misunderstood yeah Joel
2: Crawford was like Phil you're overreacting I mean you can do this you are an absolute genius this is nothing for you by the way that is a quote so
3: yeah I was gonna say his family's really
1: nice
2: yeah, he's <laughs> not that nice but he is very honest so they're not
1: actually supporting our podcast Joel just paid you to say nice things about him
2: well, I guess that's the whole point of those things, right? Oh, okay. That's just the way it goes. Anyways, uh, step stools, whiskey boxes, rolling trays, yada, yada. So let's move on to our topic. Uh, where are my notes here? <laughs> okay, so the topic this week is roadworthy. And this one came from a listener such as Jeff. His name is Jim, last name Bashirs. And he wrote to us and he, uh, he basically asked us you know, you guys have been upcycling and reclaiming for a long time and a lot of times the things that we find happen to be by the side of the road and what do you stop for what don't you stop for and uh you know so every time we sort of bring up this topic you know not on air we right away start talking quickly because we get so excited about this this is our this is our bread and butter kind of stuff you are like so this is a great conversation for us because we're we almost always have it anyway
1: Mm. Oh, I thought we were doing um, different nail sizes this week. Tim, Galvanized Tim, versus... Mm.
2: Tim, you've been uh, doing this, uh, you know, upclaiming thing for a little while now. <laughs> uh, when you first started, you'd mm-hmm. stop for things. Would you still stop for the things that you stopped for then?
3: No, I stop a lot less now. And it, it's, it's sad to me. Like, you know, I was so pie-eyed about like saving the world and saving everything from the garbage uh, that if I saw anything that I, I saw potential and I would take it uh, and I would see potential in a lot of things. But the problem is is that the, the market isn't necessarily there yet um, for people like if, if you see you know a, a piece of cabinetry that's made of plywood, uh, and it's got a little bit of water damage. Like you're like, oh, I could cut that out and do something with it. But it's at the end of the day, no, you can't. Like nobody, nobody's gonna buy it. And what happened is that uh, I built my shop with that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all the shelves in my shop are made out of old doors and fence posts, and my entire like workbench is made from bathroom stall doors and kitchen cabinets, and and all this stuff. And uh, and it's really worked out well for me for doing that. But I don't have any need to do that anymore. So now I don't like stop and pick those things up anymore because I I've got a little bit of some years underneath me to realize that if I take it, I'm just going to be sitting on it. Um, Right. So I'm definitely I'm definitely uh, I've I've tightened the and I have the space for stuff and I don't want to become a hoarder because like me prolonging it's ending up in a dump isn't actually helping anything. So like, just like hoarding it for a while and then throwing it out when I die isn't going you know? no, so sure. to help. So I'm trying to you know, really zero in on what I can actually get back into the stream, the waste stream, and not waste my time on other stuff. For sure.
2: Jeff, mm-hmm. I mean, have you done some of this stuff? Have you picked up stuff from the side of the road and been like, I'm definitely going to use that? And then three years later, you're like, I'm never going to even use that.
0: Yeah, I would say so. Um, office I used to work out of. Across the street, there was a lumber yard. Yeah. And they would throw out their pallets, but they were never complete pallets; they were just like pieces of pallets, right and I would take those and i I made a shoe rack at one point, and I don't think that I would pull over and try and dismantle pieces of pallets on the side of the road anymore
2: <laughs> yeah, we're
1: not doing a lot men of work anymore. on side of the road, yeah, yeah.
0: As all my coworkers drive by, leaving the office, wondering what this weirdo's doing.
2: <laughs> oh man, not the bath salts again. <laughs> what about you, bill?
1: Uh, exactly what Tim said um, when i there was a time, and this goes way back, way, way back. in fact, when I lived in Utah a hundred years ago uh, They would accuse me of going treasure hunting because anytime I left the house, I came back with something I found. (laughs) And, and, you know, it's like, oh, I I come home, I found this treasure and I'm going to do something with it. And yeah, so for a while you do that. And for a while, when I moved into the the house here where I'm at, uh, Casey and I were pretty excited. We got, I have a garage, I have a yard, I have all this space. and, And we talked about this before. I absolutely did become somewhat of a hoarder because I have... Where I live, there's so much access to so much crap. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I just, I spent forever just stockpiling all this stuff I thought I would use. And then after a while, you just don't. And I've given away tools, new tools, old tools, stock, wood, metal. And then it, finally, it's just like, okay, you stop that. And I've gotten to a point now where if I have a specific project, if I give myself enough time, I know that I can, within about a week, I could go find what I want for that. If I try hard enough for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah the, the things I pull, I would pull, I would say what I would pull over for now would have to be pretty spectacular, you know, cause the common stuff, you know, pallets, like I said, I don't, I don't keep pallets at the house anymore because I know where I can go get those in a moment's notice. So that's yeah. not something I would pull over for anymore to where at one point it was like, if I saw a pallet when I was building out the salon, Every pallet I saw was in the back of my truck, was in the back of my car. I stored it at work. I stored it at the house. Every, every little thing. And now it's you become more selective. You know, you find out what's available out there. So I'm not going to – things that I know that are always laying on the curb, I'm not going to get those because I know there will probably be another one. This thing I'm going to make the uh, the security great for the window, mm-hmm. yeah, you don't see that every day. So that, yeah, that's something I did – say hey i want to i want to get that because that's some good metal that's i know how much it costs to go to buy that at a big ox store or at a metal supply yard there's some angle iron there <coughs> excuse me so yeah it, your perspective it changes like anything you know your your skill level your needs your wants change so do the things that become roadworthy
2: yeah mm. no you're right i mean i know when i first started <laughs> it's funny so uh, i have this one video on youtube called uh uh, I don't remember what it's called, but it's about getting the pallets. And anyway, so uh, I didn't. I was when I the last place I worked at didn't uh, didn't have access to pallets like this place does. Because now I don't look for pallets. If I need a pallet, I just grab a broken one from the dumpster next to the office. Like we throw them out all the time. Um, but back then we didn't. And my brother's, well, she's his wife now, but she was his girlfriend at the time. She worked at a place that had pallets out the back, and you could just take them. Like they just left them, and they had a free sign. You just do whatever you want. So, my brother had a pickup truck at the time, and I figured, you know what? Great. Let's go get some pallets, because he kept talking about it. Meanwhile, I figured, you know what? He drove all the way from here. He picked me up. We went to go get them. He took them back to my house. Then he went back home. Least I can do is pay his gas, right? So, I take a look at, probably picked up maybe, I want to say, eight pallets, brought them home. It's a good haul. Good haul. I take them apart. I take a look at it, and I'm like, 60 bucks worth of... Of wood and and its pallets for sixty bucks. You know what I could have bought? I mean, <laughs> I, could, I, could bought them, I could have bought some really nice two by twelve. There's some really nice rough pine, or I, you know what I mean. So yep. like at the end of the day, the the dollars because that was that was the dollars. Never mind the time it took to dismantle the pallets. So at that I was like, okay, this really wasn't wasn't worth it. Um, so then I started just being you know taking finding pallets one at a time and doing it like this whole haul of pallets wasn't worth it if I had to pay for somebody else's gas.
3: Um, yeah, I, I used to do the same thing where people would be like, oh, hey, there's a stash of pallets here. And you go driving all the way to Upper Mekunji to to find some stack of pallets. You know, you fill your gas tank up three times in my truck. I get 10 pallets, and it ended up costing me four hours and 50 bucks in gas. Uh, yeah. I only pick up pallets if it's convenient now. That's, you know, I'm driving to work, so, and I see one, and there's a spot to pull over. I'm like, all right, I'll grab it. Right. <laughs> you know? But you know yeah. what
2: the other thing is, and maybe maybe you guys—I don't know if you guys had to struggle with this—but initially, I I kind of had to get over the weird feeling of of like taking things from people's garbage. I
1: feel I like never we had talked had that about that problem. It. Yeah,
2: no? No, no, at first because I started doing it with my neighbors, right? So, like in my neighborhood, so it's kind of like felt a little awkward doing it. But then after a while, I was like, ah, who cares?
3: Yeah, I I only worry about it when it's on private property. and I could potentially be breaking the law. Um, but no, I don't care about, like, I have no shame, pride, yeah. none of that. No. <laughs> no. You're not encumbered
2: yeah. by pride or shame? No. What about you, Jeff? Are you encumbered I- by pride or shame?
0: A little bit. I have a hard time doing it. Um, I, I grew up in a house where kind of upcycling and reclaiming was uh, something that was done a lot. Um, sure. But almost to the point where it was kind of silly and kind of hoarder-ish. Okay. Mm. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to start hoarding all this stuff and have piles of, of junk that I'm not going to use around. So I try to I try to find a balance, but in, in finding that balance, I end up not picking up anything sometimes. So.
1: Well. well, let's flip that over, Jeff. What what would you say is like the the golden goose of you're driving down the road and there's something that you abs- I don't care if there's a parade of nuns marching by, you're going to jump out in your socks and your t-shirt, and you're going to go grab that out of the garbage right in front of them because it's that valuable to you. Is there something that you can think of that you would do that for? Uh, casters and angle iron. Well, there you go. That's yeah. and that's actually, I'm I'm kind of surprised. That's that's a great answer because that's those are. Awesome. That's Those are <laughs> worth getting. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely worth getting. So yeah, so th- I think there is. What What about you guys? What 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 is something that you will pull over for regardless? Uh,
2: uh, real, real solid wood
3: furniture. Yeah, yeah, solid wood furniture. Uh, any kind of hardwood furniture of any species. Yep, I will stop and get if it's pine or or plywood. I could care less now, um, unless it's got a certain look to it. If it has that, if it's like that you know, barnwood look that I know I can I can turn a profit on, or I could, uh, and and then things I've never seen before. That's what, oh, musical instruments, like broken drum kits and stuff like that. I'll stop for any of that any, any day, time. I always, I always take those. But uh, things I haven't seen before. That's like if I see something that looks, even if it's not necessarily exciting, but it's just like I've never seen it, then I grab it. And sometimes I find out like, oh, this is not exciting and I'm just going back on the curve anyways. But, uh, but you know, if it's like if it's if there's like a shape to it or a color to it that like that's something I have not seen and it's not rotten, especially metal, really metal, you know, because wood, yeah, wood, it's like it sits out in the rain and mm. but uh, yeah, anything, just anything unique looking. I will also stop for something that looks like
2: it, it like it has a motor in it.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, it's like an electric motor. motor. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one, yeah. And the you know the angle iron, like yeah, steel, um, bed frames, bed frames. Yep, yeah. Any any kind of steel like that because it doesn't matter how long it's been sitting out in that pile of mud, it's it's fine, you know. Yeah, yeah.
2: it's funny because like I I agree with you. I would stop for bed frames, and ever since I got into metalworking, thanks to that thirty dollar angle uh, angle grinder, best I have.
3: tool ever invented.
2: <laughs> yeah, allegedly, and uh, I haven't seen any. It's the funniest thing because I used to see them all the time. I guess once you're looking for it, you don't find it. Yeah, so I, I, I should stop looking.
0: Same thing here. I can't find it anywhere. I just picked up a welder. The weather's starting to get nice and I can start welding. Yeah. And I can't find the stuff anywhere. Um. So annoying. Well, hint, hint, <laughs> hint, hint.
1: Thrift stores, you might have to pay a little bit, but they're pretty cheap. And or yeah. any box store furniture place, like Ashley Furniture or something like that, go out back because they mangle them all the time. Hmm. And they'll just throw them out. Oh, um, that's, that's a good cool. tip. So yeah, they'll, what, get, they'll
3: get pinched by forklifts and have a bend in them. Yep, but that's, and they just toss it. So it was like three feet of straight on one side, three yep. feet of straight on the other side, a little bend in the middle. Yeah.
0: And then I just cut out the bend. And exactly.
3: You exactly. Hmm.
0: You know, what one kind of welding did you get? Do what? Uh, it was an Eastwood machine. Oh, oh nice. Oh. Eastwood uh, 135 meg. Did
3: you, did you tell them I sent you? <laughs> uh,
0: I actually did put that in the comments. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> uh, like, you know, the comments on your order thing.
3: I have a so, I have a code now, like a, a a link. It doesn't. It's not for a sale, but it's to show that they went to the website for me, which I get to start using because I'm trying to build that that relationship.
0: Well, he did it. He did. It. Yeah, he, thank he you. Went, he
3: that's he awesome. You went through your rigmarole.
0: That was a while back. They had some kind of holiday deals going on, and I bought it then. And it's been sitting in
3: it's. We box. talked about yeah, ha, yeah. You haven't used it yet. I was going to ask you how it was. So, so I found a bed frame. Yeah, it's it's the it's the uh, it's a MIG welder, right? Yeah, it's and not so, so much it,
0: that I haven't found material; it's that it's still like in the 30s here in New England, uh, in the middle of April.
3: Yes. So. Same yeah. welding's a hot sport, though. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's true. You don't get cold welding too often. But uh, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to hearing how it is because I have uh, I have some of their other equipment and I, I I like it. I'm I'm pleased with it, especially for the for the price point. You know, so I'm, yeah, curious, I'm curious. So I'm
1: what what would I pull over for you ask? Well. <clears throat> Let me tell you, and I've been thinking about it since I've had all this time while you guys are talking, um, something that was... <laughs> Poor William.
2: Oh he, he was literally suffocating from the lack of being able to speak. <laughs> for
1: two minutes.
2: I know. And he was gasping for
1: air. He was gasping for words. Purple. <laughs> you so, see, purple. See, it's true. Tim, you're not going to like this, but one of the things, and I will do it every time because it takes up no space... Um, but it's just, you're not going to like it uh anytime I, know I see what it is. Gen, genuine leather couches or you chairs you take your knife I out of your stop, pocket take my knife out of my pocket and i will cut big squares of leather out every single time no matter i don't hmm. care where it's at but not only leather uh anytime i see material that's clean if it's not on a you know after a rainy day or something but people that are throwing out curtains or anything like that that i can use for a drop cloth for rags something like that uh so, because, and, and where I, there's one road I can take home that goes to the industrial and there's an upholstery shop there. And sometimes they'll throw out like bundles of scrap upholstery where it's cotton material or something that I can make rags out of. But I, again, I have to not, now that I know I can get that, I have to not go, oh my gosh, I'll get that. Because it, again, it doesn't take up that much space, throw it in the back of the car, but leather, leather couches, leather chairs. I What do you do I'm, with them? I cut the leather just no, no, on the side I know, of the What do you bow. do with the leather? Depends upon what I'm making. I mean, I'll make a pouch out of it, I uh, book covers, you know, different things. I don't do it cool. as much anymore, but I haven't seen a, I haven't seen a leather couch in quite a while, to be honest with you. Huh. Okay. So, Phil, I don't know if you
0: share this or not as someone who travels a lot for work, but uh, I have a hard time picking up fabric or upholstery or anything like that off the side of the road.
3: Yeah. I, I
0: just can't
2: do it. I've never I, even I've, thought about it.
0: I have maybe kind of an irrational fear of bed bugs, but...
2: It's very rational. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: I uh, I just don't know where the stuff's been, and I I tend to avoid it. But depending on where you are, you might be okay. I'd
2: we, be okay with with leather. I I wouldn't touch anything else.
3: We we had talked about this before too about like yeah. the the neighborhood. The neighborhood yeah, that's true too. That if you if you if you see a couch on the side of the road, there's certain neighborhoods you don't grab the couch from, and then there's other neighborhoods that maybe I'll grab the couch, you know? Right, but right, but I probably wouldn't
2: grab the couch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there were definitely hints of racism in that statement, but... No, it overall, wasn't racism, I, is, uh, it was more... Classism. It's
3: classism. It was classism, it was, not racism. Yeah. It
2: yeah. ends up being racism. What but I would say is... Overall, unfortunately, unfortunately,
3: you're true. It's true, but yeah.
1: But, yeah. Uh, only cut up rich people's furniture is what we're exactly. trying to say. Okay, now yeah. we're on the same page. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah.
0: What I would say is if you have a friend that's getting rid of a couch that's moving that just needs to get this thing gone and you want the fabric off of it, that's fine. All day.
3: Right, yeah. if you know the house it came out of, yeah. Right.
1: right. right. Yeah. But I have well, a hard time just picking this I, up. I, I'm, I'm going to agree with all of that on material, but leather, as far as I know, yeah, I is agree. kind of bug-proof.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking about like the... the what are you talking about? There's
3: always the flies underneath. all around cows.
0: Like if it's a leather couch, <laughs> the filling underneath it? Is
3: it your it? turn for a horrible joke? <laughs> it was my turn. Yeah. I had that one in a while.
1: I, I, I get you. Yeah. yeah. Try and avoid <laughs> infesting your loved ones with unnecessary... <laughs> um, Biting insects. I, yeah. I'm on board yeah. with that.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, also, I also I also have or, yeah, four
1: furred animals deep and deep two deep lizards deep. in my house, so you know. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's a lot it's of a lot of biting, like, a lot of heartbeats there.
1: It is. It's a lot of love, is what it is. It's a lot of. Oh, love. that's not
2: what I meant. Okay.
1: Is there anything that
3: any of you, all three of you, are looking for constantly, like that you hope to find on the side of the road that you haven't found yet? Does it, what's, what's your, um, your, uh, your golden elephant, your Holy grail, your Holy grail roadside find. What is it you're looking for? Who? Uh,
2: it's what I it's said first. before, anything, hardwood, hardwood, furniture,
1: whatever. You don't have, no, you
3: don't have like a, like a, you know, like the, the, the back seat from a 62 DeSoto. You don't have any like, I you, you know be what, sweet. I'll tell
1: you what mine is. I keep it's an eye out and I never find it and I hear about it from Mr. Duresta, because you know, 1.2 million people will let him know where they're at. People say, oh, yeah, I found this bandsaw on the side of the road, or I found a table saw, or I found... It's like, where are the drill presses in... yeah, I don't yeah. ever find that. I want to find a, a saw working saw on tool on the side of the road. That would be yes. awesome.
3: I you saw a table rusty
2: saw? Rusty tools. I saw yeah. a table saw on the side of the road. Yeah, where? Like, one street over from where I live. Did you grab it? No.
1: Why not? It wasn't as nice as the one you had, huh? Yeah. Well,
2: yeah. yeah, I mean, it was an old contractor saw, like like one of those nine-inch blade oh. table saws. I don't know what, what do you can yeah. do with that. Where do you even get a nine-inch blade?
3: You can, do you you do can do only that? cut things that are nine inches long with it. It's <laughs> useless. useless. Useless.
2: Hey, yeah. uh, hey, Jeff, do you know how to do that sound? Um, uh, some people call it disappointment. You, <laughs> you, you want that? me to do it?
3: <laughs> no. I'm pretty sure he knows.
1: We want a professional disappointment. That's right.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> there it is. All right, there it is. Well don't, done. Don't put
3: that trumpet too far away. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm sliding into the bill territory this week. I'm sorry. Yikes! Yikes! You're gonna have a hey, have hey, a hey.
1: hey! I'm here. <laughs> I'm right here.
3: Anybody hey. else? What's your What's your dream find? What are you looking for besides rusty tools? I mean, obviously, we're all always looking for rusty tools. Yeah, you know. Who isn't? I love that rusty. Jeff, what
2: about you? What's, I mean, let me just say real quick. I would love, honestly, I would love to get like a really cool seat out of a car and I would turn it into like a desk chair. I've been wanting to do that, but you probably have to go to the scrapyard for that.
3: Yeah, but they're cheap there. You could do that. You could pull one out. But like, like a Porsche chair? Well, no, not a Porsche, but you can get like a nice Buick.
1: I'll tell you right now, what you want is you want, you do want an older car seat because the newer ones are going to be.
2: Like electric and stuff, right? Yeah, there's
1: too much, but I mean, if you find literally like from the 60s, 70s, they're like they're already. All you have to do is unbolt them. You can just set them on the ground yeah. and sit on them. We you know? used to play yeah.
3: chess, and my my lawn furniture was a, the interior of a Volvo 240 from the 70s. We had the bench, the back seat, <laughs> and the two bucket seats, and we had like a like a, a a wheel, like a tire on the side with a piece of plywood on it out in our yard because it was all vinyl. We just let it rain on it, or whatever. And we used to play chess out there.
1: Classy. Back when I was like, but you know, really there's, classy. There's, <laughs> it's not vinyl underneath,
3: Tim. There could yeah, be no, bedbugs we'll, in there. We, we left it when we moved.
1: No, bedbugs uh, are new. new <laughs> we plan. left the garbage when we moved.
2: Yeah. All right,
1: say, Jeff. Like, what is
2: your what is your holy grail of a curbside find?
1: That's
0: a tough one. I would say maybe like old aviation stuff,
2: Ooh. Ooh. old airplane parts. Yeah, Sick. You cool. know what neighborhoods you drive through.
0: It's probably not going to (laughs) happen. This this is pipe dream, right? Is there is
1: there a specific smaller item from an airplane that you might be looking for? Here we go. Uh,
0: I don't know that it's smaller, but like a prop, I would love to have an old prop. Mm. I think you could do something with that. You could turn it into a coffee
2: table.
1: What if somebody on this podcast says they have one of three props? So uh, a tri-prop plane, an aluminum, it's all aluminum, but it's not a prop like, you know, the the double. It's one of three that they'd be willing to ship to Rhode Island.
0: Well, that's the shipping on a prop would be insane. So I don't know that I would let you
1: do It's aluminum. It's not all that heavy. (laughs)
3: Yeah, that's true. It wouldn't. I mean, how long is it? Like three feet? Yeah, it's not. It's not like this
1: monstrous thing. No, I'd be like so, shipping a guitar. It'd be like thirty, forty bucks. So it's
2: yeah. just one. It's just one of the three blades. Or you yeah, three because blades? Mm. on
1: some of the, I don't know anything about aviation. So people that do are going to laugh right now. But from what I understand, the propellers on some planes are individual because they actually the blades themselves turn and pitch. Yeah,
2: like
1: really. When they're warming up, they're basically they're just flat, so they don't actually pull the plane or push the plane. Mm. Um, but when you're that's in true. the air, you get more angle on it. So it's, you're getting more for your bank, bank more bang for your buck for each revolution. So that's so
0: the case it, for turbine engines. Yeah, so yeah Turbine yeah. engines spin at a constant RPM. Right. So they have to change the pitch of the blade. Right. Uh, what he said. Change their acceleration.
2: Mm. Less lift,
1: more thrust. I don't know. I I just, like I said, I know they spin. But yeah, so they, they do come in, in, and I just happened to find one. It's, it's, so, I'll tell you what, Jeff. I'll be you what, Bill. Be Text right around me if you want it, and I'll send it to you.
0: I'll be, like, next door to your house in about a month. Oh, that's right. I'll come take a I'll, look at it. All right. And if and I then, want it, I'll just grab it, if, and I'll deal with the shipping.
1: If we'll my just garbage it, is good on enough, on Jeff will deal with it. I like that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, so just, just dream curbside find is in your backyard, Bill. Bill's
2: house, yeah. yeah.
3: Bill's crap.
2: Bill, do you ever get, like, uh, airplane gauges, like, like dash gauges oh, or anything
1: cool. like that? I have a couple I, of those still. I can. I guess there's a couple of dilapidated planes that are, that are out, and sometimes I'll get stuff. So the answer is yes, I could. I, I don't have any interest in them, but.
3: I took all the, when I did that TV show and I, I took those airplane parts home, I took all the gauges out that I could. and yeah. I'm, I probably shouldn't be saying this publicly, but I sold a whole bunch of money eBay.
2: <laughs> no, you probably shouldn't be saying it. And,
3: uh, and then I, I kept the, what is it, the Altimer, the, the level? Yeah, alt- I, alt- I, had that, I had that mounted on the dashboard of my truck for a while, the but it didn't work. The finder. That's the
0: attitude indicator.
3: Right, right. Yeah, nah, yeah, the attitude, not the altitude. I had the attitude well, we indicator. We need one of
1: those for Phil.
3: Yeah, Phil needs an attitude indicator for sure. What? I know what my but- attitude is. Poor. <laughs> attitude found. <laughs>
0: you know what? That reminded me. If if there was one specific, really specific piece, it would be uh, old mechanical clocks out of airplane gauges. Uh, oh. They used to have kind of the square clocks, and those were mechanical hand-wound clocks.
3: Cool. Jeff, suppose there was a guy in Connecticut. Because <laughs> I... <laughs> I, I might have one. I'll have take a look. I have a couple parts left uh, of some airplane parts. I'll take a look at what I have.
0: So, this is the uh, podcast where I come on and just raid all of you of your spare parts. It, it's like. It sounds um, like a swap meet.
3: It, it's, <laughs> it's like an Oprah Winfrey show, and you get an airplane part, and you get an airplane part. <laughs> <laughs> hey, gets
1: an airplane part. young brother, you support us. We're trying to support you. That's yeah. all.
2: In your dream of finding some primo garbage.
1: Yeah, one of, one of the guys, you know, was on a TV show where they disassembled an airplane, and the other guy works at an airport. Works at an so. airport. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we should we should be doing better than we are right now. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Why are we both still doing this cheesy podcast?
3: <laughs> well, I meant better by hey. Jeff.
1: But... Oh, oh. Yeah. yeah no, it's... this is a great podcast. No,
3: thanks, Phil, for inviting us we, to this yeah, podcast. Yeah, we love uh-huh. you. Yeah.
1: You
2: ingrates. Yeah. All right.
1: Let's I see d-
3: here. I just want to say real quick that my curbside dream find is one of those coveted like rosewood palettes. The people are like, oh, "Oh, I found yeah. this palette was made of ebony. I found this palette was made of rosewood. Or <laughs> ebony, mahogany. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you, you always see those people talking about that. Like, oh yeah, it was like six thousand dollars worth of ebony in this palette. And I, I just, I mean, I, I found some nice oak ones, you know. No, but I never I've had found the mahogany.
2: I found maple and I found cherry and obviously oak. We've all seen.
3: Yeah, yeah. I've had oak and poplar and the different pines and the the unknown woods. You know, there's always that one that's got all those colors. You just don't know what the hell it is. But I never found any of those, uh, like any of those rare exotics, like woods. And that that would be my dream, just to say I was the guy that found the Rhodes wood palette. That was you. you I'll know? be the, the ungrateful. I'll end this
1: with some ungrate ungrateful ingratiousness. I don't know what you call it. Ungrateful. Uh, a few months back, anything musically instrument. Related on the side of the road, I would have blown my lid because I'm just getting into this whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. So I, not too long ago, and I kept it. I, I, I grabbed it, but I found a guitar on the side of the road. A score. I just, I opened it. There's a guitar in there. It's like, holy crap! Brought it home. It's a piece of crap. You know what? what I don't. I don't like. care
3: how. I don't care how crappy it is. I still take them. I love them. I know, I but I was. Just, I
1: can't believe that I'm actually judging this thing now. I'm like, yeah. if, this thing is probably. Ten bucks in a thrift store, you know. I wouldn't even buy this thing, but I have it. It's it's and I'm using it for reference, also shape and things like that. So oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a really good idea. It's, it's like, nice and it's like I don't thing. know. It's like a kid size. It's not like a. It's an acoustic, but it's like it's kind of small. It's not like oh, it's a ukulele.
3: It's a Toys you know, R Us guitar. They they. I mean, they make these things. People buy them. They buy guitars at toy stores, thinking he that. He went to go get it now. Yeah, I know. He's gonna do that anyways. People buy these guitars at toy stores. Wait, oh wait a it's minute! It's a kid's guitar. Yeah, but open it up. What is that's an old case? I want to see it. I might, I might want to trade you a propeller for that. <laughs>
1: uh, airline.
3: Really? Wait. How? How? What's the? I used to have one almost identical to that as a kid. Don't pl- don't play it. Let me let me see Plastic the headstock. Strings.
1: This thing, it's like, it's got little painted dots on it for the fret markers. It's not. Yeah, even... but
3: that's but that's old, Bill. That's um. That's not a Toys R Us guitar. That's you can tell by the, the um, yeah no. That's I almost want to go upstairs and show you my guitar I had from when I was a kid that Vance plays now. It's the same as that, but it was a really? it was a Stella. Um, that one might not be as bad as you think. That's still a cheap kid's guitar, but it's an old cheap kid's guitar, and it can come back to life.
1: Oh no, I Which, like it. Like I said, yeah. I'm I'm gonna try and use it for reference. But uh, yeah,
2: what are the strings made out of?
1: Nylon. Parent metal.
3: No, the, the should, it shouldn't have metal strings on it. Detune it there's, right now. That's a nylon string bridge. That's a nylon that string bow guitar. In no time, and I yeah. bet there's
1: no truss rod adjustment on it.
3: No, there's oh. no. It's just it's just a piece of wood.
1: But well, if um, it's lasted this long, it's there's no tension on the strings,
3: though. Yeah. Hey,
2: uh, right away, uh, make sure that piece of garbage doesn't get any more garbagey. Yeah, <laughs> I
3: I love those old kid guitars. I love. I don't know, my, my main guitar is like a 1960s Harmony Meteor, which is like, a, is like a, they used to sell them at Sears, like literally, but back then, they, even like the crappy guitars were really cool in their own weird way, and so I don't know, I just, that's, that's like my wheelhouse there, I love those old crappy guitars. Do you guitars. guys still have Sears?
2: Yeah,
0: <sighs> not really anymore. Yeah, no, I just went bankrupt.
1: One, California's there's, got a lot of them still. There's still yeah, one,
3: there's one, well, the, the Sears hardware shut down, but there's still a, one of them all.
1: Okay, Sears, Sears uh, from what from I understand, Canada. they just sold off Craftsman to Skill, I believe.
3: Uh, yes, Stanley Black and Stanley Black and Decker, Black and Decker. <laughs> uh, Decker. Connecticut company. Really? Right, yeah, yeah, right down the road from me.
1: Wow, right down the road from you.
3: Yeah, they, you, they ought, to try, you, know. gotta,
1: you <laughs> ought to try and work a deal with them.
3: Yeah, they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't return my phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> you know what
0: though, uh, Jack White. Uh, famous musician. from yep. the White Stripes. He, he used his to work at Stanley career on Sears plastic guitars. What, what oh. was that? I couldn't he hear you over his Bill Becker. career. On yeah. Sears plastic guitars.
3: Yeah, plastic? he's he's an yeah, like yeah crappy. Yeah, he he's into that like uh, same similar interest in instruments as I. He likes the weird junky ones, you know. Yeah,
2: he's super yeah. talented.
3: Yes, yes, he is.
2: Skilled, actually, based on our. Argument that we had a hundred episodes ago. Uh,
3: we could have it again next week,
2: and that sounds like a topic for another week. All right, let's <laughs> yeah. wrap it up. Let's, let's let's see where we're at. Uh, well, we're at minute forty nine, gentlemen. I think it's talk about what we're watching. Let's uh, let's hand this off to our guest tonight
1: of honor, might I say, Jeff? Is it? What um what
0: are
2: you watching? <laughs> so, uh, if it's okay, I might split this into two pieces. No. Well, I'm only going to write down one of them, but you say many of you like. (laughs) So in
0: the beginning, I mentioned I was listening to, or not listening to, uh, learning Fusion 360. Mm -hmm. And at first, I found it super, super frustrating and daunting, and I just wanted to walk away from it. And I started watching, uh, at the recommendation of Infinite Craftsman, Hmm. uh, some videos by a guy named Lars Christensen, who works for Autodesk and puts instructional videos up on YouTube and they are super, super informative and helpful, and they keep your attention, and you kind of follow along with them click by click. And what I particularly like about him is that uh, he teaches not just how to use the software, but best practices for design along with it. Oh, cool. So if you just search for uh, Fusion 360 for Absolute Beginners is the title of that first series I started watching. Mm. It's uh, really worth watching. And on the other half of that to see 3D modeling kind of at its peak. Uh, Wintergarten, I think yeah. some of you might know him. Yeah, He does like the marble machine thing.
3: Yeah, Another He's musician like Bill. De- yeah.
0: Designing a new marble <laughs> machine, and the 3D modeling is just insane for
2: it. So Very cool. So those are your two? Yep. Okay. Um, Squint McGee. Bill, what are you watching?
1: I am... <coughs> <coughs> me 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 okay I'm watching AC nailed it this guy has been a longtime supporter of the of the show he's a super nice guy Alan Canterbury mm-hmm. um, he just started his YouTube channel just one video. Just started it, so I want everybody out there, if you guys can, AC nailed it. There will be a link. Go click, subscribe. Let's show some love. He made, and basically anybody who wants to send me things that they made, I will give you a shout, because he, his (laughs) first video, his first video, he took a 150-year-old piece of uh, barn wood, and he made kind of like a a lap joint picture frame, and it's, first of all, it's a really neat design. It's very accessible. I love the way that. Worked, but then he took four because I post pictures of sunrises all the time. It's my thing, right? He took four of my pictures and he actually printed them out and then framed them, and he sent it to me. And I've never oh, seen wow. my pictures outside of my phone, so it's hanging up in our living room. We love it. Casey's like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe that!" But he he made a video showing how he made this frame, and the frame is actually really cool. It's it's again, it's a simple lap joint. Um, crossover cut you know half lap type deal but he used reclaimed materials he wants to start his channel and uh alan i love you brother thank you so much that was beyond generous check out ac nailed it uh youtube channel and subscribe let's show him some maker love and, and get his uh, subscriber count up there past the four i think he's at now that's awesome sweet so
3: nice tim uh, uh hang on i'm subscribing to ac nailed it
1: that's why everybody loves you. You'll take busy. the
3: time. Just give me a minute. All right. It's subscribed. Six. <laughs> Six. Okay. My, my uh, recommend. I wanted to step outside of the maker world to share some, you know, for the musicians on the podcast like Bill, um, to share. <laughs> this,
1: this, Holy cow. This, uh,
3: this, that this, horse is dead.
1: This no, musical. It's not. I want to ride that horse again. <laughs>
3: Get up, you stupid horse. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's this guy. Uh, he he has some videos that have gone kind of viral, but his channel is relatively small. And his name is Kai Smythe, I guess you pronounce it. He calls himself the Hairy Soul Man. And I'm just going to, I'm not going to say anything else about it besides just go watch this guy sing his ridiculous songs. And uh, I specifically. Like the one where he, it's called Harry Soulman writes a song using his Reddit slash YouTube comments. This is my favorite.
1: <laughs> that's awesome.
3: That's, that's all I have to say. Just a, the Harry Soulman, he's, uh, he's a weird dude.
2: <laughs> nice. I have that's to what say, ma- makes the world go round. Weird dudes.
0: <laughs> Beating the uh, dead horse. I have to say that uh, a while back before Bill cut his hair my wife said that he looked like a horse with blinders on, <laughs> which
3: made it just kind of extra funny for me when he said that.
1: It's true. Hey, she's coming to Maker Faire this year too, right? Yeah, she is. Nice. I can't wait to give her a hug.
0: And I did subscribe to AC Nailed It. So
1: oh, good. thank
2: you, thank you, Jim. I I already was probably. Um, let's see here. What's mine? Oh yeah. TG Woodworking. It's one of those, you know, YouTube recommendation things. And uh, I find myself constantly looking for more and more, like, quality uh, content. And this guy did some some really cool stuff. One of it was this butcher block table that he made from, like, scrap hardwood. We all have the scrap hardwood just sitting in our bins or whatever. He cut it into uniform, I I guess must be like three-quarter inch strips of varying lengths and then laminate them all together and made made a table from it. So I thought that was really cool cuz you know, I think I wanted to do that at one point, but it's a good way to use up scrap and and you know, keep stuff from going into the burn pile or going into the garbage or whatever it is. So hmm. I I really like that idea of a of a tabletop made from like literally nothing but scraps.
3: Yeah, I think I saw that come up in my uh my feed and I I haven't watched it yet, but I I made a note of that. You know, looks cool. You got like He's got like one hundred and seventy-three
2: thousand views on it, and his channel is less than ten thousand subscribers. Yeah, so All that one the other went around. Videos have like a thousand views. Yeah, so the, that the, one went nuts. The algorithm. Yeah. Yeah. Mind you, he did one called "Staircase Stringers, Risers, and Treads," four hundred and eighty-eight thousand views. Oh, that's yeah. I.
3: Good staircase hmm. video.
2: I'm on it. Kills it. Modern dresser, five hundred thirty-three thousand views. Anyway. That's enough free promotion for TG Woodworking.
3: Because <laughs> to pay 75 bucks for the next one.
1: Correct. <laughs> <laughs> well, with those kind of views, that might be a $100 guest right there.
2: <laughs> I, I guess I have to come up with another, another gag sort of price level on the Patreon and figure out what that, what that means. Like, Yeah, it's $500, you
1: know. so you can just do the show by yourself.
2: Or like it's like a $500 Patreon level, and you get to be like a house guest.
3: At Bill's house.
2: Yeah, just come Dirty come a with Phil for a week. Yeah. Five bones. Um, on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, I'm Phil Pinsky. Check out ironandsoul.com.
3: I'm just gonna cut you off real quick because we, we while we're sitting here busting on that whole concept, we do have to thank Jeff again, again. for sitting we're in. A, do that on again our... when we do the
1: thing. All right, fine. Again? Do, do your thing then. Do it your way then, Phil. <laughs> Whatever. What do <laughs> okay, I
2: know? Now I'm gonna have to start all over again and promote myself some more. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Which I hate doing Oh poor Phil I hate doing it uh, On Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter Check out Phil Pinsky IronandSoul.com Get your Japanese tools there We are now shipping Slowly, but we are shipping uh, com For like like 12-13% to 13% of things that are William Lutz He's really, he's larger than life I'm diversified What's that?
1: I'm diversified
2: Oh, you are diversified. Uh, Justin Sparks. Big thank you to you for that one and many other things. You know what I'm talking about. TimSway.net. That's just basically everything that is Tim. Um, Along with (laughs) NewPerspectivesMusic.com. That's an easy one to remember. Thank you to uh, Jason Payne for the first. Was that sarcastic? The second one was what?
1: Was that sarcastic? Yes. 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 Yes, I
2: think that's a difficult URL.
3: Yeah, I'm sorry that you feel that way, but it's the name of the business, so get used to it.
2: <laughs> wow, <laughs> I'm a little I'm scared that, right now. I'm, no, I just wanted to let that hang there. Yeah. So, anyways, it's Tim Sway
3: perspectives, not new perspectives. No, right? that the, that's the idea. Is it's a, it's a subset of Tim Sway Perspectives LLC. It's so like a, a lot of perspectives for one dude to have. It I have a couple a of perspectives.
2: Selfish. Yeah. It feels <laughs> just move on (laughs) and now I want to hear about Jeff's plug Jeff this is the place where you plug anything you want
0: so you can find me on YouTube at Rody Jeff R-H-O-D-Y-J-E-F-F one word Um, I would like if you subscribed that would be cool but you don't have to that's okay
1: no Uh, screw that they need to subscribe no they have to absolutely they have to
0: and uh same thing on Instagram. Go and follow me there if you want. That's cool.
3: That one you don't have to subscribe to, but the YouTube yeah, no, you have no,
1: to. Not yet. Whatever. YouTube yes. Instagram optional. Yeah.
0: And uh, my Iron Soul saw should be arriving tomorrow. <laughs> I think U.S. Customs let that one go. Sweet. So yeah,
2: there there should be,
0: uh, uh, I should be getting that. Nice. And uh, I also want to give a quick shout out to a guy named Jacob Nose. I don't know if he listens to this or not. Uh, I met him at Jimmy's shop uh, a couple months ago, and recently he messaged me on Instagram and sent me a really cool pocket watch because he knows I'm into watches and stuff. So uh, this community is just really awesome. So thanks, dude.
2: That uh, is I, really cool.
1: I hope he's listening. He well, maybe, maybe maybe uh, one of our uh, supportive patrons could tell him he should listen. Yeah. Jeff? <laughs>
3: <laughs> guys, guys, we have dozens of listeners. I'm sure he's listening. But... He's got to be one of them, right?
2: <laughs> uh, contact us for show topics, suggestions, feedback, all that good stuff. We love hearing from you. Info at com or hit us up on Twitter at Reclaimed Audio. On iTunes, leave us them reviews. Need them? Have them? Got to get some more. Patreon.com slash Reclaimed Audio, the absolute best way. Well... To get your butt on the show, actually, as it turns out, <laughs> so check that out. And uh, that being said, a huge, monumental, gigantic thank you to Jeff. Uh, we really, really appreciate your support and you coming on. It was a blast to have you on here. So thank you so this,
1: much. This was a lot Thanks of fun, Jeff. Me. Yeah, it was a absolutely. lot of fun. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I
3: mean, I, you know, thank God it's not Keith Decent again. Woo. Oh, that guy. <laughs> oh, <my God.
2: laughs> Ran
0: out I don't of know what you guys
1: minute saying. eleven. What? I mean, he's, he's not Jeff, and I've hugged them both. He's not Jeff, but he's a pretty good hugger. But I, Jeff, I got to say metric you're...
2: Ever. Yeah, only metric for Bill. How they yeah. hug. Yeah. Is he a good person? Is he smart? Hmm. Is he funny? That's how is he you intellectual? Know. That's
1: how you know, know somebody's a good squishy. person. He's a good hugger. Yeah. No, See, Jeff is awesome. an amazing hugger. That's why I knew he was an amazing guy. Keith actually
0: hosted me for the New York Maker Fair, and I stayed at his house. So he's a super, super awesome, generous dude. And he gave me hand plane and hand plane parts. I'm just taking everybody's cards.
2: I'm so glad funny. you added the word
1: plane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping, Jeff, that you just froze right now because it looks like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this- He's like, what did you just say? I think we lost Jeff. Did you hear
3: me? Yeah, we saw the the audio. It's cool. We just lost your video.
1: But you're frozen with this look on your face like, I'm going to kill you, Pinsky. Yeah. (laughs) I've
2: seen that look before. Yeah.
1: You should
3: know it. (laughs)
2: Usually from my wife. Okay. On that note, have a great week, guys. Bye, everybody. (laughs) Thank you. Be good.
1: Thanks, everyone.